Well, happy holidays to all of you, and welcome to the Dan and Chris Hate Cartoons Christmas Spectacular, where we will be releasing podcasts about some of our least favorite holiday specials to help you count down the days till St. Nick is there to bring you wonderful toys. I have to say, nothing fills me with more Christmas spirit than the hatred these cartoons bring. That is true. Uh, I am your co-host, Super King Chris. I am the gaffer, Dan. Do you think we should have, like, Christmas nicknames for these specials? Like... Super King Santa. Uh, Super Christmas. Chris Kringle. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Super Christmas Kringle. Super K Chris. Uh, What would you be? Dan... Dan of of the North Pole. Christmas Dan. Christmas Dan. <laughs> and Christmas Dan. <laughs> what we did is we just threw a bunch of lights on him as we watched these things, and yes. I use them to communicate with people, like <laughs> that kid and stranger things. <laughs> yeah, Dan actually went to the Upside Down to find us some of these terrible specials, and we will be releasing them for you. And we will be starting our season two in 2017 because, let's face it, 2016 is terrible and we're going to make it a little less terrible for you as that goes on. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a hectic, hectic couple months here for us. Uh, changing of jobs and changing of presidents and... Well, that's what that's what happened to you. I got kidnapped by Chuck Norris for the past two months. Oh, is that what happened? Okay. But according to my brainwashing, Chuck is God. Uh, he's gonna make America great again with Karate Commandos. Yeah, I, you know what? I can see that happening. Um, I just fell asleep. Yeah, for you, two months. You, you were hibernating. <laughs> I was hibernating for the fall, <laughs> late summer, early fall. You couldn't deal with it. I wake myself up for uh, wintertime just so I can watch Christmas specials like our uh, special we watched today. Which is a Garfield Christmas. Yeah. Maybe the worst thing to come out in 1987. Ho fucking ho. So let's just give uh, a a nice little shout out to the fact that this was written by the creator of Garfield, so there's no excuse for how bad this is, the writing. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's not like Garfield is Shakespeare. Like, I mean, they, they try when Doc Boy gives a Christmas speech to make it all Shakespeare-y. I think that's probably his proudest moment of the episode. Alright, well, well, let's let's start with how this nightmare begins. First of all, I want to give a shout-out to the animators, because there were none. Yeah, they just sort of dropped some paint onto a thing and said, there it is. Yeah. It looks like a tree. This almost looks like a kid's school project. No, no F. Yeah. It's an F. Yeah, I mean, this is just... Mouths don't move properly <laughs> when people talk. The background, it just is just like a matte painting of nothingness. Listen, son, I know you tried really hard on this, but I hope you're good at math because the arts are not your forte. <laughs> so, it, a Garfield Christmas starts with 
Garfield, he's 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 sleeping, and I didn't expect that from him. Napping. No, I mean, honestly, though, I I do feel as a fan of naps myself, I can say that uh, he made a wise decision on that nap. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good way to start start the day. Yeah, you, you what you do is you wake <laughs> up in the morning, then you, and then you immediately, immediately take it back to sleep. Actually, that's what I did today. I can't really say say too much. So yeah, uh, Garfield's taking a little nappy nap, and then John comes in dressed as a s- sexually androgynous elf, elf character. Maybe question mark. There's no doubt the costume looks like something that would have been given to David Bowie, and he would have been like, "Ugh, tacky," and throwing it away. Yeah, rest in peace. That's actually what they buried David Bowie in, was that elf costume. Like, he looks like a Keebler elf vomited all over himself. Or a Keebler elf uh, found one of those Zordon machines from the movie Big. Oh, yeah! (laughs) And that's what he wished for. He grew real big. Yeah. Yeah, did he have a piano scene? Well, actually. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's not spoil it. No spoilers here. So he wakes Garfield up, the best way you can get anyone out of bed, with six breakfast lasagnas. Now, my question is, were they specially made lasagnas that had, like, sausage, egg, and cheese in them? Or were they literally just lasagnas that he could eat for breakfast? What are your thoughts? I don't know, but if breakfast lasagnas do exist, I want one. It sounds amazing. Just layers of egg, and then hey, sausage, and a layer of egg, yeah. and then some ham, then a layer of cheese, and then a layer of egg. Yeah. Hey, you know what, chefs? Get on that. We will accept breakfast lasagna submissions for our national breakfast lasagna taste test that we're holding. Um, Please you know, send them to us. One, two, three. <laughs> Cartoon Lane. <laughs> Any city, USA. Zip code, five. Yep. <laughs> we were one of the first people to get in there. <laughs> we got in early on this whole zip code thing. You know what? Actually, if anyone wanted to send us food, I would be really excited about that. Yeah. Um, I, I like food. I am a large man who likes to eat. <laughs> um, and I, I will say I will be trying this breakfast lasagna idea. Now, do you do the noodle or do you try to use something else? Hash browns. Oh, yeah, you can do a layer of... Oh, if you crisp them up like... Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Vomit House. What was what that place called? Vomit House. Wa- Waffle House. That's it. <laughs> you go into that place and it's The least like- successful restaurant ever, Vomit House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got all kinds. We got uh, hangover vomit. We got... <laughs> we got the flu vomit. <laughs> we got that vomit that just comes out with, like, white foam. And don't forget to visit our gift shop. We get all kinds of plastic vomit to trick your friends. Yeah. We got real vomit in a jar. That's mine. I made that. I made Okay, we're getting <laughs> off track from Garfield's amazing so Christmas From Vomit adventure. House back to breakfast lasagna. So, yeah, he makes John makes a little trail of breakfast lasagna to bring Garfield to the, the uh, wonderfully drawn living room. Wait. Uh, no. What room was that? Because he started in the living room, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he was sleeping in front of uh, the fireplace, yeah. like he does. And then he was just brought into their special 
Christmas room? The den, maybe? <laughs> the Christmas room. It's a special house, side of the house that's locked off 90% of the year. And John unveils... John Arbuckle, by the way. Don't don't get it confused with any other Johns you might know. It is not John, John Cena. Nope. Uh, not Johnny Depp. I, I couldn't think of any other Johns. Not John Snow. And also Wait. not... Also not John, as in slang for a toilet. Um, ah, so this this movie's a toilet. Yes, yes, it was. So John says, "Hey Garfield, I I got the best thing for Christmas, and it looks like something a contraptionaire would have invented in eighteen ninety. Yeah, like it. At first, I thought it was just a robot Santa." Which would have been fine. But it's like a robot Santa chair. That reads your mind. Yeah, reads your mind and gives you guys. Now, there's no way that's not a sex chair. Because when John first sits on it, he gets this look on his face like, there is something going in my butt. Yeah, there, there's like one of those little like... Although, granted, like the chair does give you what you want, so maybe that's what John wanted. So, the way the chair works is you sit there, and it's robot hand... Puts a Christmas thing on your head, reads your mind, and gives you whatever you want. Yeah. John wishes for a hat the dumbest, with a feather in it. Dumbest fucking Peter Pan, Robin Hood looking now, hat. See, I would have wished for things like um, deeds to very expensive buildings. Um, you know what I would wish for? What's that? Breakfast lasagna. Breakfast lasagna. <laughs> So, you think Garfield, he's gonna, what, maybe wish for the biggest lasagna? Yeah, anything Garfield-related. And also, I have to give this machine credit, because not only can it read thoughts and give you your wishes, it can apparently read cat thoughts. Yeah, you know, cat brainwaves are very similar yeah. to, I mean... They're language centers exactly like humans. Honestly, my brain is probably the same as Garfield's, because I do like to eat, and I do like to sleep, and I do hate Mondays. <laughs> I'm very disappointed that there was no mention of the hatred for Mondays in this. Well, it's Christmas. That's true. And, and what, if Chris, that, what if Christmas landed on a Monday? Okay, you question... Might change general, gen, well, that's true. General question for Garfield, though. The whole Garfield hates Mondays thing. I know it's like a popular thing to laugh at now. Was that actually a thing throughout his history, or because I really didn't remember that? Um, I think Garfield has always hated Mondays, but the thing is, he's not going to work. Yeah, he just, every day is the weekend for a cat. Like I, I don't remember the hatred of Mondays things, and I watched a lot of Garfield when I was a kid because I grew up with the. Garfield Super Hour, see whatever the hell it was. I had probably fifteen like. Do you remember in elementary school where you could like order books, then you'd go to lunch and like they'd be magically on your desk? No. Oh, our 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 elementary school would have book fairs, which were pretty awesome, and then once a month you would get these Scholastic catalogs, and your parents would give you like a check, and you could get books, huh. and I then they would a, get delivered, and then they would be on your desk when you came back from lunch. I went to a Catholic grade school, so all they gave us was the feeling of self-guilt mm. yeah, and sadness. Fair. Well, 
We did have a pretty kick-ass Mexican pizza, though. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. So, throughout this, like, weird scholastic thing, um, I collected about 20 volumes of Garfield comics. Oh, like the original comic strip? Yeah, and, and they would all be in, like, very short, long form, so the artwork would not be obscured. You can get the purest Garfield experience. Only the purest of the G. Yeah, none, none. So I had a lot of Garfield things um, in the 80s and 90s, and yeah, cool. he always hated Mondays. Okay. But once again, as, we, as we've said, every day is a weekend for a cat. Yeah. He's not doing a shift. I don't know. Do cats really know what day of the week it is? I'm Do they s- follow the Gregarian calendar? You know what? Actually, I don't think they do. They might follow the cosmic calendar, I, but I don't know what they do. Hmm. The questions that we have cannot be answered, I think. Yeah. If anybody out there is a cat psychologist... Or a cat. Or a cat. If there's any cats listening to this, please write to us. One, two, three, cartoon... We have an actual court. email address. You know that, right? Shit. Just one, it is one two three cartoon <laughs> at at prodigy dot net. What what is our email? It's just Dan and Chris hate cartoons at gmail dot com, right? Yeah. Okay. Write us to Dan and Chris hate cartoons at gmail dot com, and let us know what f- calendar situation you do. And if I've learned anything from spending time on Facebook and people who like to share memes, is that cats are on computers all day long. So all day long. So I don't know why we wouldn't receive an email. Yeah, so I will be expecting that. Um, also, recipes for any sort of lasagna will be accepted. Um, yes. And nude photos of cats. Yes, only of cats. Shaved cats. <laughs> 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 I don't know where to go with this. Let's get back to okay. the episode. So, so, robot sex chair that gives uh, gives whatever they want. So, Garfield makes his wish. And he wishes for an abundance of jewels, rubies, and pearls. Yeah. He gets a pearl necklace from John. Yep. And I know what you're thinking. What the hell is a cat going to do with a collection of jewels and pearls. Know what? Doesn't matter. Because now we get the kick-ass 70s song about greed. Yeah. Um, I want to say this was like an earth, like the guys who were kicked out of Earth, Wind, and Fire <laughs> and started like dirt, <laughs> moisture, and flame. Yeah. They, they provide the and hot plate. Yeah, <laughs> they provide the wonderful seventies jams to this nineteen eighty seven cartoon that we all needed. Yeah, but, it, you know it, this. I have to give this cartoon one thing. It does fake me out a lot, which probably isn't a wise thing to do as a children cartoon is to fake people out. Yeah, but like I thought at this point, because the whole song is about greed and gimme 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 and stuff like so i thought oh okay that's gonna be the message you know that garfield's got something's gonna happen to garfield where he just wants everything and then he's gonna find some homeless poor kid and then learn the spirit of life. On, yeah. but i can tell you right now don't worry about any of that shit this song is fucking meaningless meaningless this whole opening is meaningless um because it's all a dream it's a dream and then he wakes up and 
They're immediately just headed to the farm. Yeah, although I do want to mention, I don't know if you noticed it, but they have a shot. When Garfield wakes up, he's next to the fireplace, the tree's back there. There's a nice, like, big, gigantic dinosaur bone, I'm assuming, is Odie's present. One, horrible fucking wrapping job, because you see that it's a bone, so Odie's not going to be surprised. I mean, you're ruining Odie's fucking Christmas with that. Two, in front of that, there is a goddamn dildo decoration. Yeah. I'm guessing that's for John? I'm guessing it is. Like, I, I think what it was supposed to be was a candy cane, but they draw other no. candy canes. This thing is thick, it's definitely dick-shaped, and it's pink. There's no way that's not a dildo. And it would help explain why John lives alone. Yeah. Is in his 40s. Yeah. And just has... I mean, when you meet John, the rest of John's family, like his oh, brother... Oh, the Arbuckle clan. He's actually pretty well-adjusted. It's sad when John Arbuckle is the most normal guy. And he's the grounded at your party. The grounded guy in this situation, not good. So they pile in the car and mm-hmm. they pass a giant sign that says city limits, so you know they're not in the city anymore. Yeah. You know they're getting off onto a wacky adventure. And he sings a wonderful song about Christmas memories. <laughs> now they do have a couple shots of Garfield with his just like angry face. And, like, that matches my enthusiasm to watch this piece of shit. Yeah, I want to say Garfield really kind of represented us in this for yeah. a little bit. Like like I said, Gar- me and Garfield, we're on the same wavelength. I could, you know, I, I feel that. So... Yeah, so they're, they're heading out to the farm where he grew up. Um, he sings his dumb little song for a couple minutes, and that's all the travel time that's needed. And so Garfield has sarcastic replies for every verse. For every verse. So did they write that? Like... Did they sit down beforehand and hash this out? Okay, here's the line I'm going to do. What do you want to do at this point? Or is Garfield just a master fucking ad-libber? Like, freestyle artist? I, I just think, I think he's a freestyle curmudgeon. Yeah, so he can I, drop some sick beats. So they arrive at the farm. John's got a stack of presents. <laughs> oh, one thing to mention, when they're... During this song, he's remembering, like, oh, decorating a tree and all this shit. They are the ugliest fucking babies. Oh, my God. I've ever seen. Like, the art on the... They, they look like the tiny ba- versions of Little Bobo... Or uh, Bobo and Little Devil from Nothing But Trouble. Do you, do you remember that movie? And I like that they all had the same hair as Homer Simpson when they were babies. Yeah, like the one, the one strand. And the brother still has that one strand where... John, like, the brother is disgusting. He's, he still looks the same, like, pudgy, one strand of hair. Garfield, or, uh, John really did get the good genes of the family. He's got that nice flowing brown hair. Yeah, and, and one thing, yeah, because his dad's bald, too, so. Yeah. Do you, do you think he's, his mom was maybe screwing yeah. around? Do you think the mom, like, fucked the milkman? Uh, you know what? This is, I don't want to spoil any of or the, the Garfield postman? movies. We have to find out what. John's mother's postman or milkman look like. If any of them have brown hair, it's very suspicious. And so he's flashing back to some childhood memories, and one of his favorite memories is sleeping in the same bed as his adolescent brother. Yeah. Now, I don't know what... I I mean, I don't know how many rooms they had, but... It seemed like a big house. I don't think that was necessary. Yeah, I'm pretty sure... I mean, I don't care what age we were. If 
it was like a thing where it's like, hey, Chris, you got to sleep in the same bed as your brother. I'd be like, good thing I brought this sleeping bag or yeah, one of us is sleeping now, on the floor. It's a totally different thing when you're adults. Like me and you, we sleep in the same bed every night now. Right. That's that's part of what makes our chemistry on these podcasts so great. It's yeah, like, it's a perfectly normal thing. Right. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if everybody else has the same flavor of nighttime juice that you give me, but... That's probably the most enjoyable part of my day. <laughs> Unless it's a Monday. Unless it's a Monday. Uh, That's grape flavor. <laughs> so, they're at the farm, and he's got a stack full of presents. His mom kind of is like, yeah, whatever, John. Give me this stack of presents. Yeah. Now, the mother's face, did they just not care to anim- draw her eyes? or um, like What I think is someone drew a potato... And then they just were like... <laughs> just put it on a body. Yeah, just put it on a body. We're I mean, good. Uh, we're yeah, like she never... Not once does she ever open her eyes. They're just two little lines. Like, this fucking horrible. Like, you put this on TV. I mean, the whole animation of this was a nightmare. Like, you could... Li- if someone was on, like, a hallucinogenic thing and you showed them this... Mm-hmm. They would end up in the hospital for life. Like, where are her eyes? <laughs> Why does the background not I have move? Nightmares forever. So we go. They introduce the mom, and then they immediately introduce the angry grandma. Well, we think she's gonna be an angry grandma, but the grandma is actually probably my favorite character of this whole thing. She was nice. Yeah, she was a nice grandma. I did look it up. I don't remember her name because I didn't write it down because I'm an idiot. But she, the same lady that voiced Ursula from The Little Mermaid, did the grandma's voice. What what a versatile actress. Seriously, you got sea lady. And, angry. Old, and, and an old, old lady. lady who's angry. I do have to say, this grandma has a nice set of tits for and a grandma. She's got some guns, man. And, like, they're firm. They're, like, round, supple. Supple could be a. Do you think maybe, maybe she. It? Yeah. Do you think maybe she wished for those, like. Did she sit in the sex robot chair and ask for firm tits and, like. <laughs> and then the machine just. <laughs> Throw some silicon in her. Yeah, I bet that's what happened. There's no way they're real. She, like, and John's mom's boobs are all, like, saggy old Yeah, lady. they're uh, not not pleasant And the grandma at. even brags that she does a hundred sit-ups a day. Yeah, she quite literally asked John to punch her in the stomach. A, f- a great Christmas tradition <laughs> yeah, of... Punching grandma. Dare, punching grandma in the stomach <laughs> as if it's a frat boy dare. Yeah. I get frat boy vibes from the grandma a little bit. She's sort of like that go-getter. Yeah, she's a feisty old broad. Yeah. Um, So then we we get a couple scenes. There's a couple scenes interspersed of Odie doing dumb shit out in the shed. Which we have no idea what that will lead to. Yeah, who knows what... Stay tuned. Wacky hijinks Odie's up to. That's literally his only thing he does this entire thing. I don't remember if Odie did much other than getting knocked off the table. In Garfield, but I remember I had a stuffed animal of Odie, and he was my best friend. To this day. For, to this day. <laughs> he, he's the only... He is locked in a box, <laughs> like all my other friends, but... <laughs> yeah. So, so the, you know, they're celebrating Christmas Eve. They're doing all the traditional things. Yeah, they go to dinner now. It's like Christmas Eve dinner. And, and, and John's mom has literally... 
I'm going to steal something that my parents would say, like, that's enough food to feed an army. She cooks six different pies. Yeah. For five people? Now, did she cook them with a slice missing, or did some asshole cut into those pies <laughs> prematurely? Y- you know what? We didn't see Garfield the whole time, so we don't know. That is true. Like, while, it, while Odie's doing whatever the fuck he's doing... Garfield stealing slices. One sl- perfectly cut slice of pie from each 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 pie, and they were perfectly sliced. Yeah, the most perfect. And so they're eating dinner. Yeah, Doc- and well, first before they dig in, they have uh, Doc Boy. Was Doc Boy a, a reoccurring character? Like was he yes, in more he, stuff? He, okay. he was in all the comic strips and their hilarious si- sibling rivalry. Uh. So they're like more nemesis characters, and or well, he doesn't like him because he's a city slicker. Uh, Remember, okay. he even his he's dad's that, like he's that guy. Ah, you city slicker! It took them ten minutes to drive to the farm. Oh, uh, so he's a Trump supporter then. Well, it's like without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they they have the dinner, and then oh, we're gonna do some Christmas stuff. Let's sing some songs. Yeah. Oh, real quick, though, I don't want to pass over. There is a joke at the dinner table where the grandma makes a joke about her being pregnant. Yeah. Because uh, at some point, she's just passing plates of food down to Odie and Garfield on the table, and somebody makes the comment of, like, gee, Grandma, you're really packing the food away. And she goes, well, I'm eating for two now. Huh. <sighs> Science. Like, this is a kid's show, and the grandma just made an I'm pregnant joke. (laughs) The end of the Reagan era. What a wonderful time. Yeah. Pregnant grannies. There's one thing I noticed through this. I didn't remember it much from the cartoon show, but Odie, he sounds a lot like Spunky from Rocco's Modern Life. Like, he has the same yips, he has the same, like, noises that he makes. I wonder if the same person did the voice. I probably should have looked that up, but I don't care. They they probably just had it on loop. <laughs> they just had that's the same loop. Just that hit they the Odie button. Yeah, just hit the Odie yeah, button. Yeah, we're not finding another voice actor. Yeah, so then uh, after dinner, we get a, a nice little scene of them decorating the tree. And um, of course, who do you trust to put a star on top of a tree but a cat? Yeah, I mean, hey, John whispers down to Garfield. It's like, hey, I got a special mission for you, buddy. You're going to put this star in the tree. And Garfield's all about it, which I was surprised about because... He's, he's normally a very lethargic cat. Yeah, that's like his main shtick. That's pretty much his only shtick, really. Yeah. It, it is being a lethargic cat. But nope, he goes against the grain. He's like, I'm going to climb that fucking Climbs tree. Climbs right up. He puts the star on it. Looks down. Has has a little, uh, little vertigo. Yeah, like little, he's, little. he's a little freaked out. Fear yeah. of heights. And then he, uh, he, he falls down into the tree and then through it. And then, like, a couple decorations come down and he looks at the camera and he's like, Motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really out of character, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. And so, after you decorate a tree... Oh, oh, he do- oh, that's the joke he has. Whoever invented Christmas tree should be drug out into the street and shot. Yeah. So we have a pregnant joke... Immediately followed by shooting somebody. Execution style. Execution style in a Garfield Christmas special. 
Merry Christmas, you guys. It's no wonder our generation is a little weird. <laughs> yeah, no wonder we all have dark senses of humor when our yeah. humorous cats are giving ideas to <laughs> When drag. our lovable cats want to murder somebody for inventing a Christmas tree. A sign of, like, love and holiday spirit. Uh, murder that motherfucker. So, then it comes time to do... I'll tell you, if this were a family tradition in my house, I would not go to Christmas Eve. But they gather around the piano. It's a piano. Yeah. And uh, they decide to sing along together as a family to Christmas songs. Yeah. That sounds like the world's worst tradition. Yeah, so, so first up at bat is Doc Boy, who has... 24 years of lessons... That's and cannot play half two a notes. lifetime spent playing piano and yeah he does nothing he, he he literally could not get two notes out now my my question is and this is the big conspiracy of this big big conspiracy theorist what was he doing instead of taking those lessons um I'm gonna guess torturing animals yeah I could see that. I mean, you know, Grandma does mention about all the different cats she's had. She's had wood-burning cats? Yeah. What the fuck ever that means. I, I, John Boy just was tossing them in the fire like, Grandma, yeah. got the fire started. Later, she, she, she makes, like, some obvious, like, masturbation jokes about petting her kitty, sitting in a chair, rocking, petting her kitty. I don't know if those are so obvious or just weird, terrible people. Uh, I mean, I did... Did like her tits, so probably, probably I'm weird. Yeah, so <laughs> John uh, Boy with his 24 years lessons, couldn't yeah. play anything. Couldn't do shit. Grandma decides to take over. She rocks the shit out she of the piano. She plays some boogie-woogie piano. Yeah, for like 10 seconds, and then she's she, done. I mean, that's really all you could really stand of your family singing. Yeah, so then uh, finally the mom's like, enough of this shit, I'm taking this over. And then somehow their family turns into a full Christmas choir. With like a 70s funk like yeah. attitude. like uh, Yeah, it, you get like the traditional like... Like church style like... Yeah, and then it's garbage. like... Yeah, it goes for a nice funk song. Um, so after that we're treated to one of their last traditions. Be depressed. <laughs> well, I... They read a Christmas story that... Well, that, I think that that happens the next day. Cause that's no, after, they do it at Christmas Eve before they go to bed. Well, first we have uh, where she's talking about the sad time with Grandpa. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, this depressed the hell out of me. Yeah, she's, she's petting Garfield, and it's like, we never had much money. But he, there was always food on the table. And he always made something special for the kids. And, like, she, they, they drop, like, the heart-pulling lines, like, uh, Sometimes when I wake up at night, I could still feel his strong arms around me. This is, of course, the grandma talking about the grandfather who you passed You know, I think this was his favorite day of the year. I never actually asked him because I didn't care about him as a person, but... He provided for me. And he actually looked pretty handsome in the picture. He, he did. He looked like your average handsome grandpa. Um, 
Your average <laughs> handsome grandpa. <laughs> this whole scene made me very sad. Uh, well, it, uh, there's nothing like a little depression in your uh, Christmas holiday. <laughs> it's just full of little <laughs> tiny depressing moments. Some yeah. of them on purpose. So then, so then the next morning they come out. And they're still gathered around the piano for some point. Now, I don't think it's the next morning. I think it's still Eve. Was it still that evening? Because they they, uh, they have to have their story before they go to bed. They said that's true. Yeah. So I so guess so they're reading America's <laughs> favorite Christmas story, Binky the Clown, who saved Christmas. Saves Christmas. First now, of all, I don't know why clowns and Christmas are colliding. It sounds terrifying. Horrifying, especially with like the clown situation that's going on today. Oh my god. Do you think that's all viral marketing for the Blu ray re release of a Garfield <laughs> Christmas special? Of the book, a Binky the Clown Who Saved Christmas. Now, my See, question is Yeah, these are Binky soldiers, and they're yeah. upset that his Christmas story has been whitewashed and ignored <laughs> by the public for so too long. Binky is a clown. Currently, because I know Garfield watches the show and he hates Binky or something, right? He hates Binky. Yeah, not a fan. So, was Binky like an entity that's been passed down through generations? Because John and the Doc Boy sounds like they've been getting this story read to them since they were kids. Yeah, and yet they're still in in suspense. Yeah. So is is it the same Binky? Is like I'm guessing. Is Binky I, like James Bond? It's just played by different. Yeah, it's people. a mantle that is passed on from person to person. I wonder what that ceremony involves. Um, virgin blood. Yeah, obviously. Uh, lots of semen. Yeah. Um, the I, it's pretty much every satanic ritual you can imagine with balloon animals. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all done by clowns to make it extremely creepy. Hey, kids! It's time to sacrifice another virgin! And actually, one of the things that they glossed over is I think uh, Ed Gein was uh, a big the clown for a while. <laughs> oh, Ed Gein. You know what? There's nothing like when you're going over these fine Christmas classics, bringing up a serial killer, and it being the funniest thing that happened... <laughs> or was, uh, was it Edgine or was it John Wayne Gacy who dressed up like a clown? I don't know. But it was definitely I'm one sorry, of sorry, I'm not one, up one, on my people I, who murdered no, other it people. No, it was John Wayne Gacy. So, okay. like, it's kind of like, I kind of liken it a little bit to Star Wars. Like, they thought Anakin was going to bring balance to the Force, and then it all went bad. So they're like, okay, John Wayne Gacy, we're going to give you the powers of Binky. <laughs> So you can bring Christmas to the universe. And, he, and then he's like, oh wait, little boys. <laughs> and murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so they had to take the powers of Binky away from him. Yeah. In a very difficult ritual. Uh, in prison. And then did, it was wait, passed he, to another person. Did pers- he get caught and put in prison, I'm guessing? Yes. I and he, he, I don't know anything he about sold his, he sold his paintings... For uh, quite a bit of money, and they oh my were god, absolutely okay. terrifying. If anybody out there has bought or has in their family's possession I a don't... John Wayne Gacy painting, please kill yourself because you and your family are horrible. Yeah, I, I mean that's one of those things I don't understand. Is like when Charles Manson sells paintings and people buy them, like 
Yeah, come into my house. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you see this over here? I, I got a uh, I got a Monet <laughs> and uh, a Manson. <laughs> and you're like, oh, did I didn't know Marilyn Manson paid. No, Charles Manson. You know that guy who murdered all those people? I bought his artwork. Yeah, I think he mixed a little bit of the blood into uh, into the, the Reds here. That's like someone who collects Hitler paintings. Like, Oh, God. Those things are terrible looking. Did you ever see them? Yes, and one of the things, just just a side history note, if you notice the Hitler paintings, he never draws people. He only draws buildings. That's because he... I got nothing. He, he no. There's no. There's no comedy to it. It's, <laughs> so, just, a, it's just an art fact. Huh. So could he, could he not draw paintings or build? Or no? Could he not draw people? People. I I just think it was part of like his. You know what? I bet his art teacher was a Jew. He was actually. And he was like, "You didn't teach me to." This is the most horrible Hitler impersonation ever. You didn't teach me to draw people. I will eliminate you, Jews. I think that's historic yet. historically accurate. Merry Christmas, you guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So, <laughs> after the Pinky the Clown story, they're heading off to bed. Because the sooner you get to bed, the sooner it's present. The sooner time. Santa comes. There was no Santa in this. I just realized this was a... Santa does not appear in this. There was a cartoon Christmas special, no fucking Santa. Well, it was probably Binky who saved the day anyway. That's true. They could have had Binky dressed up as Santa. No Binky. So horseshit. Dan and Garfield Christmas special, nineteen eighty seven. You fucking asshole. They send the boys off to bed, and then two seconds later, <laughs> they're waking up their dad. Dad, wake up! He's sleeping, and then they shout in his ear, "Dad, are you awake? I'm awake now. Can we open Christmas presents?" It's 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> like they revert into toddlers. And also, what adult is, like, not... Like, he, he went to sleep and then woke up at 1.30? Like, like, he's an adult who tries to get away with the technicality of, it's after midnight, so technically it's Christmas Day. You're an adult. Go down and open the fucking present if you want. <laughs> also, you're an adult. You can go and buy shit. Yeah. 364 days of the year. <laughs> you don't have to wait until Christmas morning to get your dumb fucking bauble. It, it was ridiculous. So they wake up their poor dad at 1.30, and then... Odie's sneaking off and he's getting more stuff. Oh yeah, you get him doing we, some we more. We don't know what's going on. Some more. Uh, he, he goes and he gets like a plunger and pulls the plunger out of the thing for well, a stick. Yeah, and so now it's morning and they're opening up their presents. Oh yeah, and I tell you what a wonderful array of presents they have. The dad has a thirty-gallon hat. Yeah, not even a ten-gallon hat. This is definitely. A hat that is bigger than half of his body. Yeah. And it's yellow. He's the man in the yellow hat. <laughs> it, it looked like one of those giant foam cowboy hats you'd see at a carnival. Yeah. Um, so he got that Very as a, stupid. He got that as a gift. Merry Christmas, Dad. Um, Odie gives uh, Garfield his homemade presents of... Oh, we, we forgot. So after he sneaks out, Odie sneaks out, Garfield does this thing where uh, he follows Odie out to the shed or barn or where the fuck he goes. And he's watching Odie build the Christmas present. Puts yeah. it in a bag and then takes it away. 
And then Garfield, like, falls off the top of the box, and a stack of letters hit him in the head. Which, by the way, it was the first box on the pile. And that was the only thing in that box, was one stack of letters. Yes. And, you know, you'd think Garfield would be all about getting, but this time, he was about giving. Garfield loves giving it. And he gave it to Grandma, a pile of love letters from her dead husband. Which she reads a little bit of out loud and then has to stop because it gets really dirty. My darling, I love the way your breasts feel around my face. Well, no, she's like, you know, I miss you. And by the way, when I see you, I can't wait to. And then she starts laughing. And the mom's like, what does it say? She's like, a woman never talks about romance. I think it said, my schlong is erect for you, darling. That's what people say is schlong. That was Old a common 1940s <laughs> That's when it was invented. By J.D. Schlonginger. <laughs> so, she's happy. She's remembering that guy who she spent her life with. Yeah. Writing it's creepy actually, erotic things to her. It's a much better gift, I guess, because it brings her some happiness than the fucking bowling ball somebody got her. Yeah, someone got her... A- this whole family is just a bunch of goddamn messes. Yeah, what what's his face gets like a toy airplane? Yeah. Uh John's brother gets a toy airplane at Okay, so he's wearing his onesie pajamas. Does it have a rabbit on the front? Yes. <laughs> his one No uh, wonder he took 24 years of piano like, lessons and can't play two when, notes. When did Christmas story come out? Uh, Was that before this? Yeah, I would say it's, a, it's, because, it's around the same Like, time. I wonder if that, because that made me think of a Christmas story, because one of them gets, like, a dumb airplane, and he's wearing the rabbit onesie, but in this one, he's wearing a onesie with a rabbit on it, and he gets it. So I wonder if that was sort of a nod to a Christmas story, or if they're just fucking idiots who made this. I'm going to go with just fucking idiots? Yeah, probably. Um, and so Odie gives his present to Garfield, and it's a homemade backstratcher. Yeah. Like, the first thing they each of them do is scratch their butts with it, which, I mean, that's what animals are going to do. And what does Garfield say? It's the best present a cat could get. Yeah, and he's real happy about Odie, and he gives him a big old hug, and everybody lines up nicely and is like, Aww. And then Garfield gives the message of the movie. That message is, Christmas, it's not the giving, it's not the getting, it's the loving. And, and depression, and, and murder, and murder, and lasagna, and cr- breakfast lasagna, and so yes, that is a Garfield Christmas special. Yeah, um, we get we get a nice hoedown music. Yeah, number to take us out. That that's how we end it, and um, so I think that wraps up uh, our review of a Garfield Christmas special. We're going to release a couple more specials to get you through the holidays because we know you're stressed, you're shopping, you got to take care of... I mean, you got to find a bowling ball for your grandmother. One thing to mention is the Garfield Christmas special, you can find the whole thing on YouTube, so you can watch it. Yes, feel free to be a member of the 14,058 people who have watched this. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Maybe you could be 14,060. So, or 